I'm Cesar Rubio, five-time past master of Palm Springs Laws number 693, and this is Masonic Muscle, where we focus on the strongest aspect of Freemasonry, a virtuous education of the mind, fortifying it with wise and serious truths, encouraging all brethren to increase their level of fitness one degree at a time, making exercise and study a cornerstone of your daily routine, because Freemasonry is work. When you put in the work, get closer and closer to the point within the circle. Masonic Muscle, we give you more light, but no light weights. We're here to pump you up, body, mind, and soul. Welcome back, welcome back to Masonic Confessionals. A, a Lodge's journey, we have a tale to tell. I'm here with Jeff Gibson. We started to tell a tale our tale from uh, different perspectives, but we're telling the same tale. And we ended off with uh, 2015, the Grandmaster coming down to the lodge. Uh, first of all, there was a degree that was done that was so bad that uh, the then AGL and district inspector said, you guys are not giving any more degrees <laughs> until you guys qualify because it looks like nobody's qualified to do anything here and then um they didn't do it they couldn't do it the, the year came and went and we had nominations and elections of, of officers a new master was was elected because he just wanted to help <laughs> and so at the towards the end of 2016 this is when after a stated meeting i attended the stated meeting i never forget this is when um, a brother here, uh, Jeff, he says, hey, Caesar, can I talk to you in the library? And I said, yeah. And this is when you laid it on me and said, hey, none of the officers are willing to serve under this present master of the lodge. And I'm like, hey, well, how do you know? He's like, because I've been talking to him. You know, I've been serving at the Hall Association. I've been doing these audits. I've been talking to a lot of them, and they're pretty much tired of them. Like, they, they, they refuse. If he gets nominated and elected, none of them will serve. So now you're like, hey, we need brothers that we can trust. Let's talk. Let's see. And so five Master Masons decide to get together and begin to discuss. We're Master Masons. We're, we're, we are members of this lodge. This is our mother lodge. And so we, we begin to get together. How, how many meetings did we have? I don't know. Once a week for a good you know, two months. I mean, it was, it, it's anybody that knows it's no small thing to become an officer of a lodge. I mean, you, you're married, you have full-time jobs and careers, a um, growing family, you have a, fa a young family or a growing family mm -hmm. or kids in high school, you know, the baseball tap dancing, there's soccer, you know, you, I mean, it, I know when they all say, Hey, will you be an officer for me, please? In my line, yeah. it's, it's just Tuesday. Yeah. But we all know that's not the reality. Wah, there's, there, wah, yeah. wah. <laughs> there's, 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 you know, officer school and coaching and meetings and practices Practice. and and everything that comes along with it and committees. So it's not realistically one day. It's a huge, huge commitment. Well, not only commitment, yeah. but it's it's a check of time. I mean, your wife's got to be behind it. Hmm. And at this point, you'd already been master what three times? Two times. Two times. So. Yeah. Two times past, so, past master. You know, bless your wife and family yeah. for allowing you to, Thank to, you. to do that again. Because that's, you know, I mean, the, the, the 
you know, the, the, the commitment of just from the family members to do that, it, again, it's, you know, it's amazing. Well, well, I can tell you right now, yeah, you say it like that, and, and anybody listening that understands what he's saying, yes, it might sound horrible, but I'm telling you right now, brothers, the decision was easy when I knew who I had around me. And who I had around me as the master, because they, they were saying, hey, you know, we, we would want you to sit down as master. And okay, if that's what you guys want, that's, that's what I'll do. Uh, but, you know, looking to my left, looking to my right and seeing who was there. Yeah, that gave me all the confidence in the world because I knew that between us five, we can recruit anybody else we needed to fill in the gaps. But even like that, there were some things, that, unexpected things that happened that were Members began to drop off. That happens. Officer, officers began it, to drop it off. It happens. The secretary was like, not for me anymore. Yeah, we were counting on him. Now we yeah. need to come up with a secretary. Yeah. Um, and you're shuffling a line around. And now we're shuffling. That happened you in the know? third month of the, of the year, yeah, the first it was, year. It was pretty quick. Right and, off the um, bat. Yeah, somebody gets a promotion. They, they move out of town. You know, God bless them. They got a promotion, a job, but now they're moving, you know, 500 miles away. And I can honestly feel bad, but. Uh, but I can, honestly, I can honestly say, though, the, the majority of the officers that dropped off, they dropped off because of the rigor and the standard we put. And we weren't letting down because um, we needed them to perform, especially to uh, be able to qualify as a lodge for the first, second and third degrees. Sure. We were rigorous. Well, I, I don't want to say because everyone was putting forth their best effort. Okay. You know, I don't think anyone was purposely slacking off because they knew where we were. Um, and they knew what it, where, where we came from, and what had happened, um, you know. But you know, yeah, you had to, we had to put, a, you had to put a, a patchwork together. You know, there, there was, you know, one day, you know, a brother was the junior, and one day he was the senior, and one day there was a steward, and one day there was a chaplain, and one day yeah. somebody was here. And but you know, you kept, you kept maybe um, the you kept your pillared officers, and you kept, um, you know, you, you, you had five. Well, and then we agreed, right? We we all agreed that we would sit in our chairs for two to three years, three years. to uh, allow the lot to catch up. Yeah, and, well, that was the qualify. conversation. If we do this, we oh, can't yeah. just abandon it. Yeah, correct. You know, it can't just be one and done because then it just falls apart. You know, okay, we did our year. We're okay. We made it. Now it's yours. I'm going to wash my hands. So we went in with eyes wide open. Yeah, we, we knew. knew. Now, who knew it was going to be five and then COVID? <laughs> So we're, we're, we're going through that. And I remember at the end of, um, at the end of 20 or at the beginning of 2018, we finally initiate one of our prospects. Cause remember we, st we, that's when we instituted the trivium discussion group. So while, yeah. so that while that was going on in the dining hall, we well, were rehearsing. Well, we did the first, we did the third, did we do the third first for the brother that got the second and then we got suspended? Yes. So we finished him off and we did a festive board to celebrate. Yes. So we implemented yes. the festive board and we implemented the buffets for yeah. the degrees. Yeah. Um, and that's where we learned eight courses is too much for some of the older gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when he says buff buffets, don't, no, it, it, it's not a buffet. It's, it's something even more special than that. How do I know that? Because I saw the reaction, the faces of the members who first saw it. And this is where individual brothers stepped up and utilized their talents. So we had... We had a, a chef, you know, we still have a chef, and we have Jeff Gibson, that that's what they do. That's their profession. So what does a good leader do? Let them do what they do best. So what, 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 what could you expect? Nothing but professionalism and stuff coming out of their heart. It, you can just tell. Well, it's, plus, you know, it's easy when you have a food and beverage manager, an executive Correct. chef who has a catering company, who has a staff. Yeah. You know, I mean, we had servers. 
how many lodges do dinner and they have servers? Not too many that you know, I know of. You know, well, so, not any that I know. So we have an executive chef. We have food and beverage managers in our lodge. We have you know servers that that come in. I mean, don't get me wrong. We have to pay for it. Correct. You know, oh that, yeah. And that's the other thing we did too is we all agreed going in that everything had to pay for itself. We said we were going to have to front a lot of the money out of our pockets, and we did. We did, but also things had to get, you know, if, yes. if, if you yes. know, it wasn't, okay, it's a third degree, Lodge is paying for it. It's a third degree, and it's going to be $50 a head. We know everybody paid for that. They, they did. And that, that was even a task because, in reality, nobody was really used to that. No. So I remember you telling me, hey, make sure you email blast these guys plenty of times and let them know. And let them know that the cutoff... Yeah, reservation made yeah, is reser- reservation yeah. paid. And that's it. And and you know what? We hit our our mark. Sure. On the first on the very first one we hit our mark. So the standard when you have high expectations and and high standards, great things happen and that's what began to happen. Great things began to happen all over up and down. We did we have our setbacks? Yes. But what great organization does it? Well, I think everyone, you know, you, you learn from it and you go forward. Like for me, it's, we've had many discussions about perceived value. You know, not only is it a meaningful degree, but a perceived value. And part of that is, yeah, do we have a hall that's big enough to put 100 people in? Sure. Is that what we want to do? No. No, we want to have, you know, 25, 30, 40, whatever the number is. And then there's a waiting list. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that way we know we have sideliners and we have a meaningful degree. We have people with sideliners, and we have people waiting to come. Uh, we do. Actually. I think you know, there's there's nothing sadder than doing a degree. We've all been there. We've all seen someone come in for their first experience in masonry with a degree, or their there's whatever experience it is, and there's your officers, and then a one sideliner. That doesn't even happen with our stadium meeting dinners. I mean, no, nah, there's always twenty five or thirty five or you know, but but you know, I mean, but, but yeah. that's where we started. Yeah. One sideliner. Yeah, that's where that's where we did start actually. You know, and so it's it's you know it's a little disheartening to have one sideliner when you're trying to excite someone and bring them into the organization and and show them what you're about and you know you have one person, and we're grateful for that one person that drove an hour to be there. That w- and that was the part of the end result of our two months worth of of getting together. We'd come here to your house. You were you were very hospitable. You would even have food. Uh, you know. That you had prepared, you know, we would. Yeah, we ate. We we would, you know, bring our own drinks and stuff. But we ate first. We 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 would discuss stuff. Then we would break bread together as we continued to discuss. And this was a time for us to dream. This was a time for us to. What what should it look like? What sure. and this, because we're coming from different backgrounds and we're coming from different expectations of the fraternity. Throwing a bunch of stuff in there and then coming up with the one year plan. Remember how much our district inspector would would get on us? Say, hey. Yeah. Do you have your five-year plan yet? Yeah. Well, I don't want to you know, backtrack too much, but think about where we came from when we had a, a master in 2016 and his installation, you know, there were 150 people there and his officers... 130 of them, we didn't know who they were. We didn't know who they were, except the grandmaster, <laughs> you know, and, and it was, you know, and it was very, very expensive. And don't tell uh, our marshal how, how expensive it well, was. He, because he'll go off. <laughs> okay, I know, but if you want to, if you want to, if you want to, um, you know, if you want to, if you want to, you know, the, 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 the saying that's really kind of humorous now with hindsight is, you know, it's in the budget. It's, it, doesn't, it wasn't in the bank, but it's in the budget. 
And, and that's another Masonic lore. Yes, it's that just because it's and you know what I learned this. It's in the budget, but not the bank. I learned this from your brother the hard way, and it was my second year as master in 2011. And so I go to him and I hey this I have these ideas, and he and he tells me yeah well how are you going to pay for that? I said well it's in the budget. He says <laughs> he says worshipful. He says, that's not how it works. I go, yeah, it is. It's in the budget. You know, that, that's what you do a budget for. He says, no, no, no. Yes, you have a budget, but then the brothers have to approve the budget. But then when it's time to spend the money, they got to approve the actual expenditure. So just because it's in the budget does not mean that you have uh, a you know, carte blanche yeah. and how you're going to spend it. No, the brethren have to vote on it. And... It stung a little bit, but then I realized, oh, okay. So there's always checks and balances sure. on how your money is going to be spent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yes. And that thing, that, that saying was being thrown around in 2016 and 2015 a whole lot. Well, you know, once we righted the ship, I think one of the, the best things that we did was um, the transparency. Everyone was on board. Everyone knew what was going on. Everyone knew how much money was in the checking account. Yeah. Everyone read the budget and knew what, where the money was going to go because there wasn't a lot of money. Yeah, I went to just the, the bare minimum needs. I remember the budget, and I, I just I just stepped back and I just let you handle it. You and I forgot who else. I, I think maybe it was just you by yourself. But I remember you bringing it back, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, what the hell? And, and you're like, a lot of zeros. This is what it is. But you know what? After that first year, I, I never forget this. After that first year. Uh, we're, we're now we're in the second year, so you're reading off yeah. the, the you know all the expenses from the previous year, and we actually actually like uh, we were a thousand dollars under budget. Huh. You know we're all clapping because we forgot about that. We just got so focused on on all this other stuff that we had for me too. I had forgotten about that. And we didn't go without. No, we never did. No, as a matter of fact, there was an overabundance. We, I mean, we had great meals. Somebody went to Grand Lodge if they wanted to. Yep. Um, we attended the retreats. Yes. Um, you know, now granted, you know, the lodge didn't cover, you know, suites at the Fairmont. Right. <laughs> um, right. You know, but, you know, yeah, we, we, didn't, we didn't go without things and we paid our bills. Um, but, but, yeah, certainly we were, we were responsible. We're, we're still responsible to this day. So when, when we decided to help, we put the plan together and you're... It took us about two months to put it together. Once we put it together, we all agreed, and we all and we all understood too. Hey, there's going to be some, uh, um, you know, some things are going to happen. Things are going to happen. Always, I forget what you said, but you said, you know, this isn't the way it's going to end up. Yes, this is the way yeah. we are now. But I know in six months something's going to happen, and we're going to have to adjust. And so always be prepared for that. You said that from the beginning. Yep, be prepared because it's going to happen. But as long as we're still going true north, yeah. We're just keep moving so, the chains. So, yeah, and we understood that's where we want to go. How are we going to get there? That's what we don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. That's the unknown. Uh, and we applied everything that, that the Grand Lodge was giving us, stuff that we had been uh, reading in other books from other lodges, what they had done, t having conversations at the, at the Masters and Wardens retreats, having conversations at Grand Lodge. What year did you go to Grand Lodge, by the way? Was it the second, the first, 2017 or 2018? I went with my brother and it was... Uh, I want to say it was 2017. I think it was 2017. 2017. Because I, I ended up getting invited to invite some stuff. Um, 
And I was always kind of mad because you and the guys were down at the <laughs> wharf drinking beer and eating lobster for $12. And I was in a suit at a restaurant having a $500 four-ounce piece of swordfish. Yeah, I never forget that. And, and so we give back. Not that, I, not that I hold a grudge or anything to this day. <laughs> so we, it was a wonderful experience. We give back. We give back, and we're at Lodge, and we're having stated meeting. And uh, Jeff goes, he's like, hey, by the way, because we were with the, one, one of our other brother, founding five, one of the founding five. And he said, by the way, how was your guys' uh, experience? What did you guys think about your guys' experience at Grand Lodge? And we're like, hell, yeah, we had a good time. And he puts both thumbs down. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, Don't get me wrong. It was an experience, yeah. but, you know, I, I haven't been back since, really. <laughs> Well, you got, you know, and, and that's, let that be a, I guess, not a lesson, but what, what is it? Uh, well, I guess it's, it's what you make of it. It was the first time it was, it was, en- yeah. it was enjoyable, but you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's eye opening when you see it. Yeah, we're over here hanging off the trolley. Yeah, they, they had, a, they had a very war. nice San Francisco experience and I was more uh, dealing with, you know, business stuff and, <laughs> and was very jealous. So we we agreed to sit in the chairs. Now this was the this was the um, in talking to two of the other founding members. Yeah, I don't. Trying, they, they weren't founding members, you know, because that happened in '47. You know what they were? They were they were part of the team that just put it back together. Well, that cared. Well, yes, uh, I say founding members of, of this uh, 2017 moving forward, uh, so that you know what, what okay. I'm talking about. Because you're you're correct. I mean, the, yeah, founding members of our lodge back in 1940. Well, starting in the 1930s with the luncheon yeah. club and all that, yeah. But the, and for this purposes, it was, it was. <laughs> and the other thing I want to I want to point out too is you know yeah. if it wasn't for the inspector, uh, yeah, you know because again you guys you know everybody did their part, but he really and I really don't came through and helped, and um, you know I mean he he was he he was there almost every he was at every meeting he was. He was, he, I mean, he wasn't at, the, at my house for some, but he was at every meeting. You know, he would drive in from out of town, offered his advice, took stuff up to Grand Lodge for us. I mean, he really was, you know. Invited it to his house. Yeah, yeah. took us to his house to, to practice. Yep. And, I mean, he was, he was really, you know, there to help us. And, and you know, he, he walked the walk, and he, he talked the talk, and he walked the walk. In, in uh, talking to these two members that I was just mentioning right now, Trying to get them to understand the two to three year sitting in the chair, you know, in two to three years, uh, because they they were they were newer, but also when whenever you hit someone with that, they immediately think, oh, well, there's stagnation, but that's not true. That's not how Freemasonry works. As a matter of fact, you know, the older lodges, you never saw any. I'm talking about in the tavern time and all that. Yeah. And you look at the records, you don't see the any any semblance of a progressive line. A master would be the master five, six, seven years in a row, and then so was the next guy and the next guy. Well, I, I think, think where we scored and got lucky was, you know, remember it used to be ask when to be one, um, and yeah. then that surely shifted. So in twenty seventeen, you know, as as things sixteen seventeen as that as that came around, um, you know, there was the eight steps of excellence by Stephen. No, no, uh, Andrew Hammer. Andrew Hammer. Yeah. So, um, so, the, so a lot of the philosophies had changed, and that really, 
you know, tended to help because, you know, we used to have that printed on every trestle board. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that was everywhere. Here's, you know, we have a, a one-year plan. We're working on a five-year plan, but here's what we're doing now. No. You know, be on time. Look good. Be prepared. Send your regrets if you're not going to. You know, if you're not going to come, we understand, but yeah. send your regrets. Yeah. You know. Be professional. Yeah. Be know, prepared. That was the biggest one. You know, be, be, pre be prepared. Be professional. Yeah. So, so everyone knew what, I mean, it was almost kind of um, nauseating because that was just, you know, it's always spoken about. It, it was. And um, uh, something else we discussed in those meetings was it's going to get repetitive. Yeah. It's gonna get it's gonna get on your nerves. It's gonna get uh, to the point to where you're gonna wonder and you're gonna ask maybe out loud or yourself, why are we doing this? And right. th this was tough because you could see it wearing on people, you know. And we had to keep marching forward, okay. marching forward. We're almost there. I would be on the horn with our district inspector almost every day, man. Yeah, every and, and I really don't know how you did it to be honest with you. I mean, it's it's you know. Congratulations to you because I only did it for 2017 and three quarters of 2018, and then I, I'm one of the ones in 2018 that were like, you know, I've had it. It's rigorous, man. I mean, I've had. I, mean, yeah. I remember Jeff Barron. Jeff Barron, yeah. you know, yeah. he, he, he threw something at me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, you know, we were. You know, it was not a pleasant day, um, but I was done. I'd had enough. Everybody, everybody was going to reach their limit, you know. But as long as you know that, it's just like now. As long as you know that what's in your heart, that's what matters. And well, what was in our hearts to save, to not to save the lodge, to make the lodge something special. Yeah. Well, I think that's, the, you know, there's two sides to this, you know. Um, one is that when a lodge is dying, let's be honest. Yeah. When a lodge is dying and it goes down, that's sad. But if you can resurrect it, you get to make it in how you want to make it. In your own image. You know, if you want it to be, you know, social or charitable whatever it is you want to do you get to decide because you're the one that's putting in the work it's your lodge and you're bringing in people and no matter what the grand ideals are you know we're human beings we bring in like-minded people we really took that to heart and hence our prospective uh you know practices where we're going to vet someone in six to 12 months and even like that you're you can't be Sure. Well, you're never sure, but you know, for me, it's disheartening to, to get to know somebody, to bring them in, to go through the process, to do the degrees, and then you never see them yeah. again. And then you have to ask yourself, you know, is, what did we do wrong? Right. Did we not engage them? You know, were they not, you know, why didn't they come back? And maybe it wasn't us. Mm. Maybe it was life. Life. Maybe it was something else because those things happen. You know, we, again, we have people that they have to move or something happens. Um, but it, when you do that repetitively, it just becomes overwhelming sometimes and very distressing when you keep thinking, you know, okay, we have somebody that's going to help us. And then they go through everything and they go, yeah. well, thank you. Bye. Yeah. But what we came up with, and that was not necessarily part of those discussions, but as we began to implement the plan was like, Hey, are we in such a rush to yeah. bring new members? I mean, and if we are, why? Well, what's the rush? We still have to work on our stuff. I still have to write, you know, get, prepare the agenda. You have to prepare the budget. You have all this stuff. And on top of that, we're rushed to give this guy, a, you know, a degree and then a second degree and then a third. Why? Yeah. Why? And then we don't have no guarantee that he's going to stay. How do, we, how do we begin to turn that a little bit to, to our favor? Right. And so... 
ideas began to pop out. You know, that well, was, that was you and um, you know and Matt other, Jackson, and Matt Dave, Jackson, Dave Matthews, and Dave Matthews. Yeah, because um, I you know, was never you, you know the trivium was never really my favorite. Oh, and it felt mm -hmm. more kind of like a school. Although mm -hmm. I have to say there were a couple that I went to that were very engaging and I enjoyed very much. Um, and then there were a couple, you know, like, I think where you made a mistake is you would put the topic out. And if I didn't like the topic, I'd just be like, ah, I'm not going to that one. <laughs> that sounds boring. Ooh, that one sounds yeah. good. Yeah. And what he's talking about is I've talked about it many times, and that's our Trivium discussion group. And really what, what it is, everybody, especially members, is it, it is founded on foundational documents of Freemasonry, where the seven liberal arts and sciences are always part of Freemasonry somehow, some way. Even going back to 1390, the Regis Manuscript, they mentioned the seven liberal arts and sciences, and three of them are, is grammar, logic, and rhetoric. This helps us to explore the world, under, try to understand better what someone is saying. And honestly, if, if you uh, get grasp it and do it correctly, it's almost like a bullshit detector because you can see, hear what they're saying, and if it's not jibing, right away you, you can detect it so the a lot of the guys that began i remember one after one practice when we came out of lodge you you we went into the dining hall and there was like 15 people in there you're like what the f what the hell's going on in here man and i said dude they they're they're yeah. really engaged they're like i, I used to i can honestly tell you um as somebody if you're looking to if you're looking to make people interested and see and see what they're about and they want to kind of dip their toe into Freemasonry and you're not sure how to bring them along, uh, God help you. But the two things that um, have really worked really well, uh, one is the Trivium. Mm -hmm. um, and the second one is Man Cave Night. And man that's disgusting. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you from my point of view what Man Cave Night is. Man Cave Night is when they order, they, they offer, you know, to, to brethren, of you know any degree and prospects they come down to the lodge they put on a ball game on the tv music music they just they just shoot the breeze about whatever subject they want to but you know observing you know the proprieties being polite to each other and then they go barbecue steaks and everybody brings something and they eat them in their fingers like they're animals <laughs> like medieval times so, man. Come on. so some guys got like a, a bone-in ribeye chop yeah it's like tomahawk. 40, tomahawk. It's like forty-eight yeah. ounces. Another guy brings like you know a case of asparagus, yeah. and somebody brings something else, and then they all chop it up and they all eat it and dip it in a one sauce. God help them. No, we didn't use no a sauce. <laughs> so, oh no, I take that back. Kirk did. Yeah, God help him. And, uh, I didn't. And but you know what? They enjoy the fellowship, and that I think is what's come to the meaning is it's not the ritual, it's not the things that we talk about. Mm -hmm. It's the fellowship. That's the magnet right there. It's just a fellowship. It's just it's just brethren. Sometimes all men. Sometimes they invite the, the girls. Not obviously not on man cave night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but you know the sweetheart nights or whatever it is they involve the families. But it's the fellowship. It's the social aspect of fellowship, and being able to talk about things that you know mm. no one's going to get mad about. Right. That you can honestly express your opinion if you do it politely. And somebody's going to be like, well, that's just BS. You're crazy. And somebody's like, well, I can see your point. And isn't that what uh, Freemasonry is supposed to help to promote? Not necessarily to the society. It's kind of reversed. You promote it within the lodge room and then let those brothers take it out into the community. 
Sure. Hence, being effectively your our charitable contribution to the community, which would probably be more impactful than any check we could ever write well, to anybody. You know, it's one of those things. If you go back to the grand, you know, the grandmaster has their 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 thing every year, and you know, right? You know, sort of with civility, yeah, and yeah. yeah, that's part of it. And one is as they go through their things. Um, but you know, we all know what it's like after coming back from COVID. We've all seen it. You go to a restaurant. And every table's empty, and it's an hour wait because they have no staff. Yeah. You know, and some people say, I understand and I get it. And some people just lose their They're, mind. Yeah. Um, and it, it really is, you know, the person. And, I, and if there just was a little bit more discourse. Fellowship. You know, a little discourse. fellowship. Um, and so it's not, there's no magic potion, you know. We've been, we've been asked. We've been asked by AGL. We've been asked by visiting brethren. Because where we are, we get a lot of visiting brethren in the season. And they're like, how do you have everyone show up? And how do you do this? And it really comes down to just fellowship. How, how long did it take you to, to begin to equate these things? Because I know you had questions like, what the... Caesar, why are these guys keep coming back? Why? Well, it was, I'll tell you why. It was irritating me is because it was always on a Thursday when it was supposed to be a hall meeting or something. And I had stuff to do. Thursday or Tuesday? Whatever it was. Oh, okay. But it was always... I was trying, I was, now I'm having to share. And I'm like, oh, so I was getting mad because now I'm, I'm trying to do this thing and explain to you why we have no roof. And everybody over here wants to read, you know, Mary Joseph. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you guys, you know. Yeah, the we, trivium, Sister Miriam Joseph. You know, we need to talk about the roof. Yeah, and then let's be honest, you know. You know, having, you know, 15 or 20 guys cook in a kitchen, they're not the cleanest. Yeah, we had a little bit of a problem with so, that. And, and so, we do have a chef. Yeah. So, you know, the chef. <laughs> now the chef's all over us. So the chef, you know, so you know, walks in and, you know. He doesn't want us to fellowship now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can fellowship. You just have to hose yourselves off afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so okay let's get back on track but that is those are very two uh very astute observations that you made it's the this i would say it took, it took me about a year to finally like connect to, to be like okay you know what it's the fellowship the fellowship because these are gentlemen that have nothing to gain they're not members they're not dues paying members they they're not prospects really yet they haven't filled an application and yet they'll come to a dinner they'll pay for the dinner and then they'll do the dishes and then they'll help clean up yeah. they help clean up Yep, and they wait for us, and, and then they hang out when it's done away for us, and then people, guys go out back and smoke a cigar, and they 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 enjoy that too. Not only that, but it started becoming the real meeting was the fellowship after the state of meeting. I mean, that's well, when we really got down to you know, business. You, you've said this for years, and it's true. Nobody joined masonry to pay bills. That's right, and that is the God's honest truth. And we've all sat in that meeting where it's you get there and it's two hours or two and a half hours while somebody's arguing about how to screw in a light bulb. And why did we pay two fifty when it was one fifty last year? We, we've all been there. Yep. And so you know the other thing that you did that um, everyone really likes is we have a, an hourglass. Oh yeah. And it's forty five <laughs> minutes, and it's, it's we have to have our meeting. We have to have it done in forty five minutes, including Masonic education. Yeah. And yes, they do call me Rain Man, and yeah. sometimes yes, I do go long. <laughs> so it's my fault. <laughs> but the hourglass is brilliant, and I've gotten, we've gotten so many compliments on the hourglass. Why? I'll tell you why. First, they don't pay attention to it, but when the hour, when the when they want to go, time, no, when the sands of time have run out, <laughs> I, when, you know, I as a secretary, I'm I'm looking right at it. I will tell the master, worshipful, you know, but in a polite way, like worshipful. The sands of time have run out. Well, brethren, that's it. You know, we're gonna close now, and everybody loves that because why? We have respected their time. Yeah, because we're professional, 
We're adults. And guess what? Nobody wants their time wasted on superfluous stuff. I mean, why? Yeah. Why? Our, our business meetings, we can, we can say that. We got it down because we have an executive committee uh, meeting what once every four weeks, six weeks. But yeah. anyway, we're, we're always talking. But our, our business, the actual paying of the bills and all that, a stated meeting, we got it down to 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that's that's pretty if simple. If that, yeah, if that, that's the reading of the minutes, grand loss communication, all this stuff because we're on the same page, and then bam, you know, the, the we we do some Masonic education, and then the the sands of time has run out. Hey, huh? we're done, and these guys are already waiting for us, and and a lot of times it's like fifteen. Guys out there, fellowship, fellowship. Well, you yell at me all the time. Are you meeting them? Are you running their names? Yeah. I'm like, there's so many. There's fifty. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. They got to a point to where there it is. There it is. You know, and and it's and it's true. The other, I was at a brother's house not too long ago, and they were, like, hi Jeff, hi Jeff. And I was just like, hi. <laughs> I'm like, nice to meet you, nice to meet you, nice to meet. You. Like we met before. I'm like, oh great. They, so they, they know you, they know your name. These are the names that are swirling around. So now we're, we're, we're going, we're 2017, we don't do a degree because we haven't qualified yet. People are coming and going. Didn't we do him at the end of the year, wasn't it? I, I, I want to say at the end of the year or at the beginning of the year, we no, finally no, no, initiated. No, you're right. You didn't because okay. it, be, it was um, 2016 when you sat in the East and did the third degree for, yep. the, other, for, for, the, for, the, for the other master. master. So, so it was 2017 for the first degree. So what happened was all of a sudden, I think we're like in the fourth or fifth month. We haven't done a degree. We're, we're tightening up our, our stated meeting procedures, you know, because we're still learning, uh, you know, to, to work uh, with each other. But we, ha- we have a lot of stuff dialed in, but there's other things that keep coming up and we have to keep dialing it in. All of a sudden, probably like around summertime, uh, we have an initiation for Vavru. Yeah, yeah, he was. Was he? Was Aaron or Vavru? It was Vavru. Remember? Yeah, he was the first one. Yeah. And what happens? It's in. We we decide June twenty first or June twenty fourth because that's significant to us, and so we get all pumped up. We get there, and the AC doesn't work. That's miserable. I remember. Remember remember that. (laughs) Jeez. And, but we had a, and then we had a festive board. Yeah. After that. Yeah, we did our thing. And we did our thing, and everyone's sweating, everyone's drenched, but nobody left. No, yeah, everybody did it. It was well attended. It was, and so what happened was that uh, we had cranked up the, the uh, AC, and the coils froze. And, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that. Because yes. we were wondering what happened. Like, did, did the AC blow up? Or we, we can feel yeah. something, but... We, we have old units on the roof, if people are wondering. And somebody, somebody thought they would cool it down faster if they put it at 60 or whatever it was. And they bottomed it out, and it just froze everything. <laughs> that, that's, that's called well-planning, guys. A, a night well-planned. So that was the end of the first year. We're still trying... To, uh, and, and every state of meeting... Our district inspector was there, and he would get up, have the last word, and what would he ask? Do you guys have your your uh, three to five year plan? Yeah, probably. And finally, I finally had to tell him, yes, we do. What is it? Keep the doors open for another month. <laughs> then that became an ongoing joke, but uh, we finally got our our, our one year plan. Uh, it's there. It's I have it there somewhere. I know I sent it to you guys, but um, 
anything else, anything else significant happen in that 2017 year? No, 2017 was we went to Grand Lodge in October. Yes, we flew through. We went through everything. We did a degree. Um, we brought in new members. I think we probably approved a couple of brethren and sent their. Um, oh right. Sent right. their applications up to Grand Lodge to get ready to do some more degrees, and uh, we were just closing out the year. Oh, we, we had given out applications, right? And, and we give out applications in our own way. We're not going to discuss how we do it, but we gave out two applications. Yeah, Caesar, Caesar came up with a, um, an interesting way of doing it that, that everyone enjoys. Yeah, and people started to want to be a part of it. Uh, as a matter of fact, I had a couple of brothers. I think it was uh, Nick Seneca and, um, and Hector that said, hey. Yeah, they felt like yeah, they wanted to join. Brother, you know, the next time you have one, let me know. I want to be there because something happened. They couldn't. They couldn't show up, but we were talking about it so much that they were like, "What? We, I want to be there for the next one." And now, 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 pretty much, you know, when we hand out an application, do it our own way. People want to know about it. They want to be yeah, there for it's, that. It's, again, it's attended. It's it's a. I don't want to call it a ceremony, but it's it's an event that's attended, well attended by it's, the brethren. It's well attended. We treat it with respect. It's solemn, and you know, this is just. A small token of our appreciation to this prospect that has committed so much time. Well, yeah, we've we've known them for months. Yeah, we finally know who. We, so we're not no longer saying, "Hey, who are we?" I don't know how many degrees. You know, at, when I first became a member, and then I started uh, learning the ritual and, and helping out, where the master, the whoever the master was, especially like Vern, hey, what's, who, who are we initiating tonight? <laughs> who are we giving a second degree to? Like it happened so yeah. much. Yeah, like I said, you know, things have things that, that 2017 going to 2018, things that really kind of you know turn around because in 2018, you know, we did hit some bumps, we lost some people. I got I was aggravated and stepped out. Yeah. Um, you know, other brethren had some issues yeah. and and stepped out. Um, but we everybody kept going. The um, laws kept going forward. And remember, in 2016, starting in 2016, a lot of our brethren began to pass away on our roster. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Um, a lot of some some of the Ortha homes, you know, had passed, and, and sadly, um, a lot of the longtime older gentlemen had gone in, and then locally, too. So you know, it's it's sad, but you know, I'd like to think a life well lived. You know, they were all in their eighties and nineties. You know, they 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 were had a wonderful life. And, well, and then when when they go to the Covina homes, brothers. they they were good brothers. When they go to the Covina homes, like. It, before they left to the Covina homes, you know, they, they were kind of malnourished or whatever. You go visit them three or four months later, they're all fat. You know, well, their I, cheeks I, are ruined. I would look like that, but I'd look at, you know, like, you know, when, when you and I went in in 2001, the average age of our membership was probably, you know, in their late 60s, mid 70s. And now our average age is probably in its 30s to 40s. I think so. And I'm at the top end of that. Yeah, so you, you know, and I, Ted. You know, so. Uh, so. You know, yeah, so, you know, it goes, but, you know, as goes life, we, we've been blessed. You know, we haven't had too many tragedies in our lodge. Yeah. Um, so we've been, you know, we've been blessed, blessed. You know, we don't really, didn't lose hardly anyone with through the COVID closed down and stayed together. So, you know, we're, we're, we've done well. And, um, you know, do I, do I miss, you know, have been able to shoot the breeze with John Abernathy? Yeah. yeah. But then, you know, every time I see John Bales, you know, I see the hat in the East, I think of him every every well, time. That's the hat that I wear. The I know. Top hat. Yeah, I know yeah. the top hat. Every time I think of the yeah. hat, or when I see you know a sword that somebody donated, or you know when I look in the north, I always think of Stan Gold. Yeah. 
I, yeah. I, I mean, I always will. Every well, time I look in that direction, I think of Stan Gold. And, and we had said, I, I kind of broke that tradition, I'll, I'll stop that, but we had said when he passed away, no one sits in the north anymore. Well, it's, yeah. Sometimes it's fitting. Yeah. yeah. It's fitting yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Um, so at, th this will be the end, the conclusion of this second part. The next, and the next part, part three, I want to talk a little bit about the roof. And what happened? So we're, we're chugging right along, and then all of a sudden... 2018. Yeah, we, we... Boom! We get hit with this catastrophe, and we're going to get into that in the next episode and, and what it cost, the sacrifices that had to be made, and all the time and effort that our brother Jeff uh, spent because stuff just had to get done. And, so, and the stuff that he began to learn along the way of how Grand Lodge works, all the calls he had to make, uh, with the city, with the Grand Lodge uh, insurance companies, uh, just, I mean, on and on. AGI, and Marsh, on. Grand Lodge. Uh, and how do I remember this? Because at our executive committee meetings, that's all we would hear about for like an hour. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And there's a reason why we call him Rain Man. And, and like he would remember everything, just minute details down to the freaking phone calls and what time he called somebody and notes and I mean I was much younger then yeah <laughs> <laughs> weren't we <laughs> all right man any last words uh, after this no nah, nah, pleasure is always worse this was good and I, I appreciate your candidness as always and this I mean this is just part of the journey we're just getting into it uh, we're, we're yeah, we 2018 we haven't even hit the fun stuff yet we haven't hit the this fun is just stuff. background this is background but this is establishing a foundation uh, allowing everybody to know well I think uh, you have to know where we've come from we've to know come where from. we where we are and where we want to go and where we want to go was what is full-blown uh, observance but in our own way uh taking the best ideas from the members that are constantly contributing constantly showing up because that's how all this got done anyways it wasn't it wasn't one person you can't say it was one person at no. all it was it, it was, was a, it started everybody. with a few but everyone helped everybody you know, helped. even even if you look at a, someone that you know wasn't necessarily a good officer they moved the ball down the field they helped us gain Thank more you. yardage. Yes. Thank you. And, and we're closer to the goal line. And you know what? I, all I got to say is this. I, th th this is what I'll say in closing. Any great organization will always be challenged to its limit. When you have a uh, one-time, two-time defending champion, what happens to that team? The whole league is gunning for well, them. You know, I kind of get it like this. You know, if it was easy, anybody would do anybody it. Anybody would do it. And, that's, and, and let me tell you something. That applies to Freemasonry. Freemasonry isn't easy. This is what we've learned. It's not for everyone. It's not for everyone. It's not for the masses. And maybe this lodge is not for you either. Well, we'll talk about that later because every lodge is different. Every lodge is different. All right. With that, we will leave you guys. I hope you enjoyed this session, part two of a lodge's journey. We have a tale to tell. These strong sessions are calculated to inculcate in the mind of the novitiate the importance of subduing our passions and improving ourselves in masonry, feeding the attentive ear with the sound of the instructive tongue, endeavoring to add to the common stock of knowledge and understanding, effectively spreading the cement of knowledge and wisdom, and hopefully some good will towards exercising. Get out there and get your walking in. Open up your ciphers. Study. Memorize. 
and just do it.